In the first Peter chapter number four, verse number seven, we've shared from this verse before, and uh, we're going to look at it again, maybe not comment on it as much as we have in the past. The end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober, be ye therefore sober, and watch unto prayer. You know, we think of sober, a man who's sober, the opposite of sober is we think of, think of a man being drunk. A man who's drunk is under the influence of something other than this, you know, he's not in his normal faculties and he's saying things he shouldn't be saying. He, he's not where he's supposed to be. He's not doing what he's supposed to be doing. He's, he's, he, there's things he should be doing he's not doing. And he's just not in his right mind. He's, he's thinking wrong. He's doing wrong. And uh, he's saying things wrong and, you know, insulting people and, <laughs> doing things he shouldn't be doing. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's what he's saying here. In the last days, he tells us to be sober and watch unto prayer. That means be uh, doing what you should be doing. The more and more we get closer to the return of Jesus, he's saying be, be more watchful in prayer. Amen. And so we want to talk about watching a little bit before we get into prayer tonight. I want you to see that's there in that passage to watch unto prayer. Then go to Ephesians chapter number 6, Ephesians chapter number 6, and let's look at verse number 18. Praying always, this is right after the armor of God is mentioned, putting on the armor of God. So after you get the armor put on, because in prayer you need defense of the wiles of the devil. Praying always with all prayer, some translations say all manner of prayer, all kinds of prayer, and supplication in the Spirit, in the Spirit, and watching there unto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. I like to say watching there in the Spirit, watching there in the Spirit unto prayer with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. That's what he's talking about. Praying, watching there, watching there, watching there in the Spirit. There is a kind of prayer where you just go and put your spiritual antenna up and see what the Holy Ghost needs somebody to pray about. I said there is that kind of prayer. So um, there are things that, uh, that there are certain um, things that need prayer about. I said there are certain things that need prayer about. And you know, um, there are things that the Holy Ghost is looking to do in certain situations and in certain people's lives, that he's searching through the body of Christ for somebody to pray because he longs to do certain things. Remember, the Bible said he was moved with compassion on the multitude because they were scattered about sheep having no shepherd. And he called the disciples said, pray, pray therefore the Lord of the harvest he'll send forth labors in his harvest. He said he was moved with compassion towards them and therefore he went to, he, well, he prayed, but then he asked the disciples to pray. Compassion moved him to pray. Compassion moved him to recruit other people to pray. Because what does that mean? He saw the multitude and he saw they had needs. And he wanted people to make themselves available to pray about those things. Because nothing happens on the earth automatically. We're in authority down here. What happens down here is not up to God. Because what he's going to do, he's going to do through us. He's not doing anything down here except through the, through the church. Amen. Well, he's doing things through certain politicians. Yeah, but because they pray and they yield the Holy, the Holy Ghost. They're sometimes, many, many times, the ones that are doing the right things are part of the church. But if they're not, they're, God's using them because the church did pray. 
So um, I woke up the other morning about 1.45, um, uh, God, <laughs> and I began to sense certain things. Um, I, I don't get a chance to talk about 10% of what God's doing, what he's saying to me. But I'm going to share a little bit here tonight. He began to uh, show me that there's more. In fact, he began to say to me, and this is what he said. He said, I heard the Spirit saying in the inside of me, there's much more to watch over now. Because whenever I woke up about the 145, I think this is the beginning or the end of last week, um, I began to sense in my spirit that if we, some of us don't pick up the pace in this area. I've been asking God, I said, Lord, you're asking me to, to pastor another church. You're, you're saying some things to me about other things. What's priority? Because I want to be emphasizing the right things. Tell your neighbor, there's a good question. You should be asking the Lord. What's priority? What's, what's, in other words, what do I put first? And uh, <laughs> there's, there's, I can't share all that, what he's saying to me. But um, I will say this. He very definitely, very definitely said to me, prayer is first. Amen. Amen. He said, because if you don't watch over this, ain't none of it coming to pass. Talking when he said you, he wasn't just talking me. Right. He, said, he said, there's more to watch over now, more territory to watch over now. Yes. And he said, the church, the, the, minister, the body of Christ at large, but we're, we're talking about watching over our part, our, our stewardship, what God's called us to do. Um, uh, there's, there's more territory to watch over now. Uh, in other words, as the ministry grows, there's more territory to hold. That requires more people to watch. Watch over it in the Spirit. And be more skillful at watching over it in the Spirit. It's not enough just to be occupying this territory. Or be a citizen of this territory. What do you mean the territory? I mean in the Spirit. We've got the daycare. We've got the Jabra Ministries. We've got this church. We've got another church. God's adding. He's increasing our territory. You remember we talked about, uh, Paul talked about, uh, he said the measure to reach. He, God had given him the measure to reach even to them there at Corinth. And he talked about not trying to stretch beyond our measure. So there's a measure. God is increasing our measure to reach further. We have things in our heart about uh, uh, social media broadcasts. Amen. Amen. There's, there's a lot in our heart. But, but uh, that, that territory has to be watched over. We can't just be a citizen of it. We have to watch over it. Amen. And we have to be skillful at that. And uh, what do you mean watch over it? I mean keep the power of God supplied to it. And watch out for the strategies of the enemy. Now, I, I was telling somebody this the other day. Since, the reason I say since the building of our house, because the first one was during the building of our house. Yes, since the building of our house, there, was, there have been, I don't know, about a dozen times where tragedy tried to hit our lives. Maybe you're aware of things in your life, too. You know, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, we're just, oh, devil wants. No, he, he's trying to get all of us. But probably about a dozen times. Now, the reason I say the first time, I remember the first times why I say since we built it, and I'll never forget it. I, and, and during those times, every time, the, day, the morning I got up, every time, whenever some tragedy tried to happen that day, and I'm not just talking about small stuff. I'm talking about, you know, killing, 
stuff. Um, every time there was tremendous, that morning, getting in the presence of God, fellowshipping with God, there was tremendous opposition against me in, in my prayer time with the Lord that morning and getting into the Spirit. Distractions, harassing, torment, just attacks against my mind, all sorts of, you know, fires trying to light so I had to get busy with all that. You know what I mean? You know, uh, carnal people acting up. Amen. Sister Bucket Mouth talking. This trying to get in the church. That trying. That, 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 every single time. Every single time. The very first one was the first morning. I, it, was, it was a weird morning. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It wasn't just natural. I mean, there was opposition in the spirit realm. And I, and I, and I gave myself to prayer, but I didn't, I didn't press through it. How many of you know what I'm talking about? And uh, I'll never forget it. That afternoon, they were digging. They were finishing up building our house, and they were digging to put the downspouts in. I don't know if you were there, Todd, but you, you were there <laughs> yeah, afterwards. Oh, yeah, that's right. You came out to help. Um, but anyway, they're digging, and they said, well, the, and I tried to show them where the gas line was, and, I'm, and, and, and uh, they're like, okay, we'll miss that. And sure enough, they hit that gas line. You ever heard that sound? How many of you know, get the cigarette out of your mouth and leave, you know? <laughs> Not my mouth. I'm talking about the people working. <laughs> It was serious stuff. And, uh, and, and, and thing, has, thing after thing since that time. I don't know if you've noticed, but since, since uh, 2020, the society we live in has been harassed and distracted. There is distraction after distraction after distraction after this trying to get... A, I'm not trying to glorify the devil. I'm telling you, be sober. Watch. Because we can stop every single plan and strategy of the enemy if we're sober, spiritually alert, spiritually awake. That's what watching means. A watchman standing guard. I mean, he's on the, he's on the, he's on the guard. Right? So I want you to understand that uh, some things keep trying to get in. Hello? And we've got to be on our watch. And I'm not saying this to make you afraid. I'm saying it to make you sober. We've got to be on our watch. We've got to be on our guard. And, uh, and not, not let these things, not let them in. Thank God for His mercy when we've not been sober like we should have. But listen, the further we go, uh, the more we're responsible for what we know. Amen? Uh, when I say watch, I'm talking about give time to, it, to being in the Spirit. Yes, amen. Give time to the presence of God, to hear from God. Yes. Uh, don't, just, don't just go day after day after day without fellowship with Him. Without putting your spiritual antenna up. Without praying in the Spirit. Quieting your mind. Setting aside the, the busyness of your day. Say this out loud, busy, busy, busy. And giving yourself to prayer. Giving yourself to the presence of God. Listening to God. Amen. And so uh, things want to try to slip through the cracks. And my heart, my spirit is calling for some help in the spirit. 
because as the territory expands, it's taking more and more of my time to watch over it. And I'm calling for some help. I'm not saying nobody's helping. That's, that, that would be wrong. I know, I know people are bringing a supply. But I'm, tr- I'm calling for some, some attention to this. And I'm calling for some skill. Amen. Brother Hagin made this statement. He said, and I don't remember all the details. I know it was a relative. But he said he came back from a ministry trip and he was uh, busy uh, taking care of details to get out of town again. And within a certain period of time, he had a camper that they towed with him. And he was backing that in the driveway and getting that all set up. And just real busy and uh, doing a lot of things at home because he hadn't been home for a while. And uh, during that time, he kept having the sense of somebody's being thrown from a car. So he'd tell us, well, he'd get in the car and tell us why. Back then, they didn't wear seatbelts. But then he told his wife, put on your seatbelt. She thought, that's strange. We never put on a seatbelt. Because he kept having that sense somebody thrown from a car. Well, one of, I think it was his sister. Maybe some of you remember this story better than me. But had an accident was thrown from the car. And somebody, I think somebody was killed. And, uh, and so Brother Hagin said he knew then that that's what that was that he kept sensing. How many of you know, how many have ever had, I'm, see, I've had things like that. So don't, be, don't feel like I'm criticizing you. But how many have ever had things like that? Whenever they happen, you went, I knew that. Anybody ever have something like that? Now, I'm not talking about you because I've been there. I've told you about about a dozen since we built our house. And, and thank God we, we got through a lot of them. But, but so many times I kept thinking I should have been more skillful at that. I need to be more skillful at that. And some, sometimes I was skillful at that. With this thing, this Doratio thing, I got on it and I was skillful with it. I'm just telling you. But I'm simply saying... Thing after thing keeps wanting to happen. And I'm simply saying, uh, Brother Hagin made this statement. He said after his sister was killed, I believe it was his sister was killed, I believe. Was it, well, niece was killed. Thank you, thank you. Uh, but after she was killed, Brother Hagin said he went to the Lord about it. And he said, uh, Lord, what happened? And he said, because you didn't, have, you didn't give yourself enough time in the Spirit. You, 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 you sensed it, you picked it up, but you didn't do the right thing with it. Come on, come on. Amen. 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 Someone, one of the staff told me recently, and I'm not criticizing anybody because I, we, I myself am, am not a single thing is going to get through. You know what I'm talking about? But I'm simply saying uh, another illustration of this. The other day, we, some of you were watching the uh, uh, minister's conference that we broadcast Thursday and Friday. Last week, you watched some of it. And you notice on Thursday, we didn't get started until it was an hour and some minutes later, late. You would, not have, no, you would not even be able, we wouldn't be able to explain everything that was happening technology-wise here. What was it? Just a few minutes before we started, the box cast, the thing that you, we used to get the signal out, just lost its internet address. Nobody knows why. The people that, that we, the, the, the uh, tech, technicians at the company that uh, gives us this thing, they didn't understand why. They didn't know what it had never happened to us before. We tried to reroute to another system, the actually Zoom, and uh, that thing rebooted or wouldn't work, and the password wouldn't work, and all kinds of stuff. And so we ended up using Brother Andre's Zoom. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and broadcast it that way. The, the staff was awesome. I mean, somebody needs to just say kudos to the staff. I, 
I told them, I said, you all did awesome. They stayed in peace. They stayed focused. They didn't get frantic. They just stayed on it. And, uh, you know, it might seem like, well, an hour is a long time. Well, if you knew everything that happened in that hour. And uh, that kind of thing, that kind of thing keeps trying to get in. I'm not trying to make you scared. I'm just simply just saying I'm recruiting some help in the spirit. One of the staff mentioned that the night before they had had a dream all night long and they were kind of perturbed because they couldn't get any sleep, that that was going to happen. And they said they, they spoke the word. They said they prayed. But it happened anyway. And somebody said, why? And, and another staff member said, well, you didn't bind the spirit behind it. If you were here during that time, if you were in the building during that time, there was such harassment. It was, it was a spirit trying to, to stop all that. You might think I'm weird, but that's your problem. Amen. There are things, there are times it's just technology. I'm thoroughly convinced of that. Just natural technology. Thoroughly convinced of it. No demon. Amen. <laughs> but this was a devil. And you can tell the difference. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You can tell the difference. You can tell whenever it's just, you know, a person. Sometimes, you know, certain things. You ever, you ever, husband and wife, have you ever been aware that uh, it wasn't just two people irritated at one another? Yes. Something is in the atmosphere. Yes. Three honest people over here. Anybody over here honest? See, that your spouse is not your enemy. Amen. Don't double team with the enemy against your spouse. Double team with your spouse against the enemy. And you just need to sometimes stop and say, you know what? This is not us. This is not us. There's something trying to get between you and I. And let's join hands and bind this thing. You say, that's weird, Pastor. Okay. You be you. Be you. you be defeated you. <laughs> Amen. I'm going to live in victory. Um, so, but, but we're learning. I say none of that to criticize anybody. I could tell you stories about myself where I didn't do the right thing with what I knew. But we need some, we need, I'm recruiting some help. I think there's too much distraction right now. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I used to not even want to preach certain services every year. Because there's an event afterwards and everybody's distracted. And you almost want to say, okay, thank you for coming. You know, go ahead. After praise and worship, we'll see you. Because it's, it's just, anybody know what I'm talking about? We've got to have time every day where we're not distracted from spiritual things. The devil has strategies against you being in the spirit. I'm going to say that again. He has strategies. You need to recognize what they are for you. It might be a little different for you than me. But he has strategies against you being in the Spirit. Amen. And we need to not be falling for these things so often. Amen. There's more to watch over now. I said there's more to watch over now. And it's the, the times that you being having time in the Spirit is the most opposed is the time you need to be in the spirit the most. Why is the devil resisting that? Huh? 
Some of you are thinking about it. Some of you, I'm convinced there are many Christians that don't hardly spend any time in the Spirit. Hardly any. People like us might know something about it and spend some time in the Spirit. But, but there's a vast majority of Christians, they live their entire Christian life mentally and, and in the flesh. That's why so much gets in. You ever notice things don't get in this church? Because we pastor supernaturally. Amen. I'll just be, okay, I, here I am bearing my soul. Parts of it. You can't see it all. But. I said to the Lord, in fact, I said to Pastor Debbie when we went home one Wednesday night. But I said, I asked the Lord about it. I said, Lord, I don't know. Some of you might be aware of it. Maybe, maybe some of you don't. It wasn't you, so you weren't aware of it. <laughs> but we've been addressing some things at church lately. We've been hitting some things. Not people, but things. And uh, I, said, I kept noticing the pattern. I, I want to be sweet. I want to be a nice pastor. You know what I mean? Everybody loves me. I want to be, everybody like me. Please, Lord, let me, let me be the kind of pastor everybody likes. And I get in the pulpit and it's like, wham, I'm hitting this and wham, I'm hitting that. Not people. Amen. But, but things that are trying to get in. And uh, for, for maybe six weeks or so, this was being addressed. That was being addressed. That was being addressed. That was being addressed. And um, I went to the Lord about it. I said, Lord, am I, is something wrong here? Am I getting mean, mad, and whatever? Am I, was something, you know, what's going on? Because I'm, you know, I want to be right. And uh, he said to me, he said, what you're getting ready to step into, he said, if everything's not bolted down and the devil has a way to get in, he will. So I'm having some things cleaned out before you even step into that. I said, thank you very much. Amen. Well, hallelujah. And that's why so many things don't happen here that happen in other places. I know some people don't quite sure if they, they like that, but the Bible says that a pastor is to watch over the sheep. Amen. So um, as we reach for more of what God has for us in the ministry, there's going to be more and more things that need to be covered in prayer, and uh, I need some help covering some things in prayer. I need some prayer people that know how to get a hold of God. Hallelujah. And uh, it's, it's, it's more than just a few dealing with what's trying to rise up, certain, certain, certain situations trying to rise up. Amen. 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 I don't talk much about it because I'm not here to talk about what the devil's doing. I'm here to talk about what God's doing. But tonight I'm just mentioning a little bit of it. Amen. Uh, just the other day, an $80,000 need arose in the church. Not of our doing, not, not a mistake we made. It was a mistake somebody else made. Not, not anybody on our staff, nothing like that. And actually the people said, we literally know that you have no responsibility in this. But we're asking if you can do something. I prayed about it and the Lord showed me what to do. But I said, unless the Lord tells me more, that's all we're going to do. And it wasn't, wasn't 80,000, wasn't anything near that. But uh, those things keep trying to get in. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just sharing a little bit enough for you tonight to go, whoa. Yeah. 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 Well, I better sober up. Yeah. 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 
You understand what I'm talking about? Uh, Pastor and Pastor Debbie and a few others watching over it is, is uh, good, but it needs to expand. More and more people watch over When was the last time you prayed something out for the service? And you prayed something through, and you knew when you prayed it out, and you prayed that, that, that something just changed. Amen. Something just changed. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, a, a staff member came to me recently uh, about a certain situation that arose. Remember, I said some things have been trying to come up. And they came to me, and they said, I spent an hour in the Spirit praying about that, and I got the victory. I said, thank you for the help. Thank you for the help. Amen. How many of you know, I need not be taking all the hits while the church, while the church sips lemonade, spiritually, so to speak? Are you out there or are you going home? And I'm just sharing a few of them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anybody get a little sober here? Good. We need some help in the spirit. Amen. So as we reach for more of what God uh, has for us in the ministry, more and more things are going to need to be covered in prayer. I'm not trying to say this in an arrogant way. We're, we're not the only ones that are in this place. But the devil hates Spirit of Faith Family Church. Amen. The Lord told me there's a spirit of destruction that marches around this congregation trying to get in. I, this is going a totally different direction than I planned to. I didn't plan on, you know, because I don't normally don't talk about all this because I'm not here to glorify the devil. But it's not a time to just be lax and, and you know, pay, play tiddlywink spiritually. Um, if you're, keep, have, if you're, you're just living in the flesh and not giving yourself to prayer, uh, then the prayers of the rest of this congregation is keeping some stuff off of you. You know what I'm talking about? Why don't you stop being just a need person and become a supply person? Absolutely. I've seen some things. I've seen some things about uh, some protection that is over certain ones. And if that wasn't there, I've seen what would happen. And we delight to bring it. But don't think that just because... Everything's going honky-dory. <laughs> we used to say that as kids. Did anybody say that anymore? Maybe you don't even know what that means. That means just going good. And you're just being carnal. Don't think that that's because of your prayer life. Don't think that's because you're watching and you're sober and you're aware of what Satan's trying to do and you're keeping it off. Amen. So... Uh, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You're going to have to deal with distractions. Yes. Yes. Distractions. Yeah. Amen. Amen. The opposite of watching is being distracted. Maybe we read these verses, watch and pray. Huh? Yes. Amen. Amen. Um, it's not just me calling you to this. The Holy Ghost is speaking to you. He's, he's summonsing you to a life in the Spirit. The Lord said to me, I'm giving you a new assignment to train this congregation in the things of the Spirit. Do you think we can just play games with that and be okay from now on? No. 
Do you think we can just faith confession our way through everything going forward and disregard what the Lord said and be okay from here on? No. It's going to take a life in the Spirit. It's going to take picking things up in the Spirit, knowing what Satan's trying to do and stopping them before they ever come out of the Spirit realm and manifest in the natural realm. You need to get good at that. You need to get skilled at that. You, you've had some experience maybe. You've had some, maybe, some, like me, some, some whoops, you know, you, you, you didn't quite catch it right. Like others I just mentioned. But hey, you no know, condemnation for the past, but let's, let's have less and less of that. Where Satan tries and it just doesn't work anymore. Just doesn't work anymore. Amen. Praise God. So he said to me, well, I'm giving you a new assignment, training this congregation in the things of the Spirit. And then he said to me, he said, I want you to make life in, a sp in the Spirit a priority for your faith now. Yes. Life in the Spirit a priority for your faith now. What is possible in the Spirit realm as far as knowing things to come yes. and stopping them? Yeah. Absolutely full potential. Full we have the potential of knowing everything that Satan's getting ready to do and stopping every single thing. Every single thing. And even out into our own families. I said even out into our own families. But uh, in our personal lives and so forth, obviously. But if we're not even good, and I'm not saying you're not, but I'm just simply saying this God is this way. He's counts you faithful over a few things to make you ruler over much. If we're not even good at watching over our own lives and things are getting into our own lives, or let's back up even further. If we're not even good at watching over our flesh, maybe, you know, every now and then we get stirred up and get offended for a while. If we're not even good at catching that, you know what offense is? Can I tell you what an offense is? Can I tell you? Anybody want to know? Okay, look forward. Here's what it is. Squirrel! That's what it is. <laughs> It's just a distraction. It's to, I'm convinced, you know, tests and trials, stuff stirred up, mean mother-in-laws. I've got a great mother-in-law. I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about, you know, just pe fleshy people. Um, I'm talking about stuff, you know, people agitated, irritated, disobeying God, dis doing this, getting offended and all this. I'm convinced all of that is to get us distracted from what our assignment is and distracted from the spirit realm. It's like the years ago it said that whenever some of the you know, pioneers were leaving back east and they were on their wagons and going out west, they left the city they were and the dogs were behind them barking and the kids said, Mommy, Mommy, the dogs are barking. And the parents said, The dogs will bark, but this train rolls on. That's the way you got to be. So-and-so flaked out over here. So-and-so got offended over there. So-and-so got disobedient here. So-and-so won't, won't you know, come to church anymore there. Uh, this train rolls on. Love you. We want you to be a part. But this train rolls on. Distractions, distractions, distractions. Ever since we started uh, pursuing Kansas City. Everything. Distractions turned up. You ever, you ever heard electricity within wires? It used to. Now it's. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> And pastor is just focused. And people are looking at me. We're, we're going to still get. Yes, we're still. Yes. Yes. 
You got to learn the strategy of the enemy and not fall for it. Oh, glory. So the Spirit of God told me he's giving me this new assignment. This is, this is God's plan. Life in the Spirit is God's plan for the New Testament believer. Amen. We're talked about, the Bible talks about walking in the Spirit. New Testament believers are to walk in the Spirit, live in the Spirit, be led of the Spirit, pray in the Spirit, minister in the Spirit, worship in the Spirit, and watch in the Spirit. Those are all New Testament. See, that's the switch from the Old Testament to the New Testament. In the Old Testament, they were more in the flesh. Today, we live in the Spirit. In the Spirit is a landmark for the church today. You know what I mean? Remove not the old landmarks where your fathers have set. It's a landmark in the church today. It's the standard that men of the Spirit who went before us in previous generations have set. And uh, I'll tell you, to be honest with you, in the Spirit-filled church today at large, this is in danger of being lost. So, uh, Word and church, Spirit churches are churches contending for that which was once delivered to the saints. Amen. There's a summons from heaven to the believer to come into the Spirit. Spend more time into the Spirit. Amen. Now, are you still glad you came? Yes, sir. So watch. There in Ephesians 6.18, watch there, there in the Spirit, unto prayer. Uh, spend time in God's presence and see what the Holy Ghost wants and needs to be prayed about. You can mark it down. If something's trying to come, something's trying to happen, God was already trying to get somebody's attention to pray about it. If it wasn't God, if, 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 if it's not God's will, God tried to get somebody's attention. Brother Hagin talked about God trying to get his attention. I just told you others, you know, and, and me, God was trying to get my attention. <laughs> so God's faithful. I heard a, a survey years ago. Somebody did a survey of, you know, stories where Christians died prematurely. You know, through most of it, I think, was through accidents. But, uh, and they did a survey. They went to these families and just talked to them about, you know, <clears throat> what sort of led up to it and, and things. And they, they wanted to find, their real, real uh, purpose of the survey is they wanted to find out if uh, there was any sort of knowledge, premonition, or uh, knowing about it ahead of time. And the, the statistics were, now these are believers, remind, you know, not, not all spirit-filled, but all, they were all believers, all born-again people. The statistics of someone ahead of time having a premonition was 100%. 100% of the time. Somebody. Maybe not the one that died of the accident or something. But somebody. Amen. Somebody knew it. Amen. I can think in this congregation, the statistics are exactly the same. Well, what, what, somewhere we, I'm not saying ye, but we didn't pick it up right. And, and we, we, we missed our cues. <laughs> Amen. Now, I believe when we get to heaven, we're going to see a whole lot of things that were averted because we didn't miss our cues. So I'm not trying to preach down to anybody tonight. I think there's a whole lot of protection over Spirit of Faith Family Church and the plan of God in general for the body of Christ. But, uh, but uh, I, I just sense we need to be prepared and be, become more skilled for, because of what's coming. So that's what I'm talking about. So that's what God's calling us to do. So he's prompting us about these things. And then this watching thing, 
watching in, under prayer. We're waiting on direction of the anointing in, spirit, in the spirit and uh, catching the cues what needs to be prayed about. There are people that the spirit longs to intervene on their behalf. That their need would be met or something will be turned that otherwise would go a different direction. And we see that in the book of Acts. The Lord spoke to me about the book of Acts, the prayer life of the church in the book of Acts one time. And he said, there's three categories of things that you see happening in the early church as a result of prayer. I'm not talking about the prayer of faith. I'm talking about a different kind of prayer. I'm talking about supplication kind of prayer. <clears throat> things things uh, 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 did not happen that otherwise would have happened was one of them. And I thought about the uh, story of Peter in jail. Remember James was killed? And then the king went after Peter. He's going to take them all out. And uh, he went after Peter and the church said, uh, no, we better start praying about this. We can see where this is going. He's going to do the same thing to Peter and he's going to take all our leaders out. And said, uh, Herod went after certain in the church. And so they set themselves to prayer and they prayed that thing through and an angel went and got Peter out of prison. Remember he showed up knocking at the door? <laughs> they didn't even believe it was him. But, but they prayed that thing through. Something was changed that otherwise would not have, been not, not have been changed. In other words, something was getting ready to happen that was not the will of God. And there are people that the Spirit's longing to intervene for that something happened that was not going to something be stopped that, that's not supposed to happen, but he's looking for somebody to pray. And so we can make a supply of the Spirit available to those individuals and enable them to get out of that situation or through that situation so that they are able to fulfill God's plan for their lives. Amen. Woo, glory. Hallelujah. To this end, watch and pray. I like that. Don't you like that? And so uh, that's what he's saying in 1 Peter 4, 7 also, uh, that we're supposed to do that. Now, this doctrine, let's just talk a little bit about this before we pray. This doctrine of watching or being watchful means staying in the Spirit. Holding yourself in the Spirit. Now, now you, there's degrees of that, and you can't do that fully all day long. We have other things to do, right? But there needs to be regular time to where we're available. With, with a few exceptions, I have not slept more than five hours a night for a, quite a while. I, get, I try to get naps in the afternoon because God has me up. And I, and I used to just say, Lord, in fact, <clears throat> so much of it's been happening that, that I've just had to get up out of bed because I lay there sometimes like, I just need some sleep. I just need to go back to sleep. And, and he won't, he, he'll say, I, got, I need something. I need something. So I get up and I go pray. And the things that have been happening and the things that he's been showing me and the thing, thing, and it's, been, it's been quite amazing, actually. It's happening so much that I get to a certain point and I say, Lord, if it's all right with you now, it seems like there's some unction lifted here. I'm sensing there are more things. But at least this, this heavier unction has lifted. If it would be all right with you, I'd like to get some sleep. I need some rest. And most of the time he said, well, if, if, if that's what you, you need. Amen. I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm, I'm almost bursting into tears. I'm just asking for some help. I said, I'm asking for some help. Amen. Praise God.